What's going on, nerds and nerdettes? Welcome back to the Not Your Average Nerds podcast. I'm your host, Rudy Vela, and today we have something really awesome in store for you all. But before all of that, I just wanted to cover something. So it's no secret that we've been absent in the audio-only aspect of things, and for that, we apologize. With the COVID-19 pandemic, we decided to stop all in-person recordings for the time being and focus on live streaming our podcast on Facebook. And with that in mind, it was a little harder and trickier to record the actual audio of those podcast episodes. We have recordings of like the stream itself, but it's not the best quality. So we had to wait until we got our Zoom L8 mixer in our hands and then it kind of made everything a lot easier. Um, we still have some of the audio from those streams, which I'm hoping to edit soon and post on here. But to be honest, I was hoping to edit this and have it posted a while ago too. But I mean, you know how that all goes. You make plans and Galactus laughs. But the important thing is we're back. <laughs> I can't say in what type of fashion. I'm not going to say in full force or anything like that. But here you are. You know, we have something new for you. We have some more uh, or some new audio for our podcast for you. And today is actually going to be a double header. Uh, so after this podcast, if you have the time, make sure you listen to our next one. It actually coincides with a, a buddy of ours. It's an interview with a friend of ours, uh, Mark Cooper. And his uh, we're discussing his new album that actually was released on Spotify today. So yeah, it's a fun little thing. Uh, you get to listen to him talk about his creation of his new album. And then you could head over to his Spotify and listen to it. Uh, really good album. I really enjoyed uh, talking to him about it and everything. We also did a somewhat of a review on it on our previous live stream podcast. But like I was saying, it's just been more or less a work in progress, which everything is when it comes to Not Your Average Nerds. We started this as we just wanted to have a round table and discuss things with each other, like in a nerdy fashion, same topics that we discussed today, but we didn't know what to do about it. So we did a YouTube channel. And then from there we wanted to pursue more audio. And then we were like, Oh, it'd be cool to live stream. So we're constantly doing a learn as you go type of deal, which I'm fine with. I mean, I get to learn new uh, creative outlets and everything like that, but you know, it takes time. So for those of you that have sat back and, you know, understood that just like the rest of the world, we're kind of learning uh, as we go, especially with, you know, not being able to meet up in person and everything like that. That was another aspect of this whole thing that we had to figure out on the fly. But we appreciate you all and those of you that headed over to our Facebook to check out some of the live streams. Thank you so much. Uh, everybody's been really hands-on and interactive during those live stream so it's been a lot of fun to actually discuss at the moment with you all the topics that we're going over so thank you so much for that but with that i think i'm going to you know leave you with the podcast episode that we have in store for you now today like i said we have something really awesome in store and that is an interview with the comic book men and before we get into well some of the, a couple of the comic book men. And before we get into all of that, I just want to explain to you how this all came about. So my buddy Shane Bauer from the Geekly Gab and Nerdical Nonsense show he hit me up and he was like, hey, so I'm going to be interviewing 
Michael Zapsik and Ming Chen from the Comic Book Men, would you be interested in jumping in on this interview with me? So we worked it out. We came up with the time and got to talk to Michael and Ming. And it was really cool. In this podcast, it's kind of a chopped up version of it. And it has some of the highlights and some of the the stories that I really enjoyed from our conversation and everything like that. But it was a lot of fun. Both Mike Zapsik and Ming Chen are really awesome people, just super laid back. And uh, it was really cool because it wasn't just a audio experience. We actually we had a little Zoom meeting and uh, got to see them and talk to them almost face to face and stuff. And it was just really, really a fun time. So these are some of the highlights that myself and Shane Bauer got from the conversations and everything like that. But like I said, my buddy Shane Bauer from the Geekly Gab and Oracle Nonsense show reached out and made this possible. So if you could head over to the podcast, give them a like, give them a follow and uh, let them know that the nerd sent you over that way. But um, yeah, I guess I'm going to leave you there again. Welcome back. Thank you to uh, everybody who has been asking for this, who has been waiting. Hopefully you all enjoy and I will talk to you next time. One last thing, I want to give a shout out to Mike and Chelsea Bashaw. I know you two have been asking for this, and uh, it's taking a little bit, but here it is. Also, happy late birthday, man. We're getting old. Well, enjoy. Glad you didn't say anything about like prison currency. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> No, what? I don't think anybody was holding pockets by the end of the event. Right. <laughs> what what's current uh-huh. prison currency? I hear cigarettes are always currency, and then I I heard um, uh, they're little little tins of mackerel. They're like tuna tins, but they're they're mackerel. And, oh, okay. Uh, I heard I heard those were currency for whatever reason. So it's ramen. Ramen. Like good ramen. Yep, ramen in the sauce packs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they apparently they could crush it up into like different types of like food balls apparently i think that's the uh that's the appeal of some sort that between that and like certain bread products there this is the most random conversation i thought we were not gonna have it's also uh it's also reinforcing it it's like yeah i do not want to go to the joint i'm gonna keep my nose clean i'm not i may look like i might have been there a couple times but i have never once good for you Oh, Shane, that was never saying that you were. <laughs> I'm just glad that we didn't go down. Right. I was right. questioning it. You know? We did anyway. We I said we shouldn't go down this path, but we did anyway. Then we gently grazed. Yes. <laughs> it's not too late, Mike. What, for so- um, for, for like a, a lifetime of prison? Thank you, man. Not a, not a lifetime. <laughs> Take like five years, three years with good behavior, and uh, it'll be a um, the white-collar prison like in, in office space. I'd rather you – know, no, I would end up in the federal pound-me-in-the-ass prison. That's <laughs> we all know that. That's your choice, man, not mine. I don't think you have a choice, man. I don't think – hey, can I not go to the pound-me-in-the-ass prison? Right. Like, yeah, you go in there. Can't you go yeah, it's, visit? It's not looking so. <laughs> They'd be like, "Well, since you're the comic, one of the comic book men, we'll roll a d20. We'll ah. see what happens." Yes. Yeah. I'm like, "Oh crap! <laughs> nah, not a critical one. <laughs> no." Yeah. You're uh, San my, Quentin for that. <laughs> my dexahedra hadrahedron dice, there, Your Honor. Uh. <laughs> He pulls out the Chessex dice and he goes, always goes Chessex. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's, that's, I'm curious at what I missed 
like getting here late that brought us to here. <laughs> oh, you didn't you didn't miss you didn't miss and much. No, of you you got there right on time. Yeah, oh, okay. I wasn't sure if there was like a precursor that like joined into this. No, we were all had to do with Astronomicon. Yeah, we were talking about. Yeah, uh, okay. well, I, I recognize the Astronomicon banner behind Shane, and uh, I was like, "What happens at Astronomicon stays at Astronomicon." Oh, yeah, oh, I, yes, I have yet to make an appearance there, so oh, I guess I'm gonna have to bring a shiv next time. <laughs> well, I don't think it gets that wily or, or rowdy, but um, I mean, there's definitely uh, some interesting points in time. I mean. We watched Dirk Manning save a bunch of uh, ninjas and juggalos in a in an elevator. That was pretty interesting. <laughs> bunch of hatchet throwers. Right, right. <laughs> you bet it wasn't Rex Manning. That would have been much cooler. Right, <laughs> that's very true. Very true. <laughs> wasn't Rex so, Manning uh, game? Given the whole quarantine thing going on, um, obviously without being super super uh, precise, kind of give us a. Uh, a whereabouts of where you guys are staying and like how it's looking there as far as the, the quarantine. <laughs> is it looking apocalyptic and grim or is it just like any other day? Mingo. I, I uh, <laughs> no, I, so I go to a lot of cons and I travel a lot um, during the year. Thanks to comic book men and uh, this, this kind of wide open arena of comic cons. And I love it. I love being a guest. I love going to comic cons. Now all that is gone. All the cons have either been canceled or they say they've been postponed till later in this year, but I, to be honest with you, I don't think any con's going to happen this year, and right. it stinks. And um, so anybody, everybody online or anybody that knows me is like, oh, man, you must be going nuts. You you, you got to stay in one place. You got to be at home all the time. Uh, you must be going crazy. Um, but before I did all that, uh, I was just a geek like everyone else, sitting behind a computer all day playing video games, watching movies, or uh, just hanging out um, like on internet chats or whatever. Um, this is my life. That was my life before all of that. Um, so it's uh, it's nothing It's not nothing really new to me. And um, while I miss partying at, you know, say Astronomicon or Detroit or whatever, um, it's nice sitting still for just a, a little bit. So I'm, I'm pretty sane. And the thing that's really keeping me sane is this. Uh, um, podcasting live streaming and uh just meeting people like you know if there wasn't if it wasn't the end of the world we wouldn't be talking today like this you know um yeah. so it's, right. I, i'm you know, it's kind of a it's, it's kind of a slight blessing um also alcohol a lot of alcohol <laughs> it, it definitely it what's, definitely helps what's your uh, choice of drink I, I love bourbon i i have a pretty good stockpile of bourbon and i just I, I, I love beer. Like I like beer so much. Uh, Astronomicon, there was this there was a stand selling liquor and beer and all it all it said there was beer, three dollars. It didn't say what kind of beer. It didn't say what kind of where it came from. It just said beer and it was like, Hey, three bucks. Like how can you go wrong? So They're they, like pouring out of four different bottles oh. into Ming's cup. There you go. A little yeah. bit of Mike Brown. Quarter of the bats, quarter yeah. coolers. Yeah, exactly. Here's <laughs> Yeah, here's some blats for you. There you go. Yeah, it was on tap. So uh, my 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 friends who work in bars were like, "Oh man, that's the skunked beer. That's a keg they couldn't sell mm -hmm. for like three years, and they just brought it over." And you know, uh, the twisted fans, the magic ninjas, the jugglers—they don't care. It's got booze in it. <laughs> You're all good. So yeah. Well, they gave Ming a squeeze of lime, so that made everything all right. <laughs> and the true mastery Tropical. of their craft is that they can get just the foam of one beer on top of all that mixture. <laughs> This is not getting the bar mat shot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> bar mat shot. <laughs> oh, no. 
Yeah. So yeah, I, I I'm doing okay. You know, as long as we can connect via Zoom or or, or live streams or whatever or Instagram lives or anything. As long as I have somebody to talk to, I think I'll be okay. I think I'll live through all this. And as long as my bourbon supply doesn't run out, I think I'll be all right there as well. How are you? Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, here at Bunker Zapsic. We're doing fantastic. Um, you know, we, we saw this coming. We, we knew that we were going to be in for the long haul. And, you know, we just, I'm, I'm really not afraid to go out and get a gallon of milk. So it's all right. That's good. Are you, is there anything like uh like how Ming said he's he's used to being able to like play on uh, play games online, be on forums and everything like that. Is there anything uh keeping you sane particularly like a certain uh hobby or anything like that? Oh, reading comics and um all the streaming services. <laughs> My family and I are uh going through all of the Marvel movies now. So oh, okay. from the beginning. So we started with Iron Man, Thor, we're skipping, you know, Thor two, but we're going Iron Man two. <laughs> Skip the one, Iron Man three. We might give a pass as well because yeah. my wife's like, is that where Gwyneth, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow puts on the Iron Man armor? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, no, no, no. We're not gonna watch that. You didn't like yeah, it when, when... If, if you're gonna give two MCU movies a pass, I think those are the two that you do, honestly. Absolutely, yeah. Oh and, yeah. And that's why Gwyneth that Paltrow, and she's icky. Yeah. yeah, Goop tells us enough about that. That that says yeah. it all. We light some candles. They don't smell like vagina. We're fine. <laughs> exactly. Our candles smell like blueberry up in here. <laughs> Damn straight. Professor X and X Men number one. Like he was pretty. He was pretty close to being pretty inappropriate with Jean Grey. I was. I was actually X Men three. Uh, three. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was. Yes, talking about like a sixteen-year-old. My love. You know, so what? She's a student. I'll teach her a thing or two. It's like, oh, wow, really? Oh, Professor X. Boo. Boo, <laughs> Professor X. They really captured that in, um, what was it, first class? When he was hitting on everybody with that mutation line? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, like, snuck that in. They were like, all right, get a, get a little bit of a weirdo Professor X rocking in this one. And that was first McAvoy, too. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he did good he did good for sure so i think my point is uh just watch out for dudes in wheelchairs you yeah. never know uh <laughs> and, and i think you're wrong mike you they, if you're in a wheelchair you cannot you cannot run people you're in a wheeled uh you're in a wheeled vehicle it's not motorized but that's what i'm saying you have to have like really big upper body strength sure and or, or a hill or a hill and, and we all know george w bush was a wimp at least that's what I, I was told. So by by the the uh the the lying press. So <laughs> but I don't think he had the upper body strength to, to go after anybody. I we'll never know. Uh is he still with us? No, he's gone. Okay. Actually he's... yeah. Him and his mom him and his mom. Well, she sort of looked like his mom. His wife Bush passed away too. Acted like his mom. Yeah, well she <laughs> acted like the father of our country. She did look a lot like George Washington. <laughs> oh babs oh my god so uh yeah i mean here hearing the conversation i i think we're all in full quarantine mode right yeah now. oh yeah for sure yeah for sure I've, I've noticed i've noticed myself having like random conversations with friends and we all just sit there and it's like 
God, things are a little different right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. It's it, yeah, it is a little weird. Um, have any of you guys been invited to any of these Zoom parties, like drinking parties, or have have you gotten like twenty of your friends up on Zoom? It's um, I thought. I, oh, I was gonna say I, I've been invited. I also ignore those. <laughs> just just like when there wasn't a quarantine, I try to stay in. I've seen, uh, I know Pat and the Cherry Capital Comic Con guys do a lot of they, those. And um, they, they keep inviting me, and I'm not ignoring them per se, but um, I, I thought they would be fun. I was like, go out, go hang out with some bunch of friends online. And it's it's just weird. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm used to podcasting, so you can only kind of talk one at a time. So right. that, that part is weird. So you got a whole bunch of people just kind of staring at you, not saying anything for, you know, however long you hang out on there. <laughs> And, um, yeah, it's a little weird. And then, uh, I, I like, so even like when I go to a, a party where we're physically there, like, I don't really like to leave. Like I try to say goodbye to everybody and I'm usually one of the last to leave. And then these zoom parties like, well, I guess you could dip out automatically just without saying anything and be like, oh, my mm. internet disconnected or something. But I find it hard to leave as well. They're, they're really <laughs> weird. So, um, so yeah, all the cherry capital guys are like, Hey, we, we jump in, jump in. And I know if I jump in. Like it's not a quick exit. Like you're gonna be there for a couple hours. So, yep. And I hate them because it's hard to pull an Irish fade. You know what an Irish fade is? You just like you're gone. One minute you're there, it's like, yep. hey, he was over there. He had exactly just like gone. <laughs> you know, it's you a had lot that one moment. That. It's like that slow one moment. <laughs> not nah. Now they're they're not much on the irony over in Ireland, uh, which is again ironic. Um, <laughs> but you, you just, you're like, oh, it's time to go. And then you're out. Right. And the people are lucky if you didn't steal their silverware. So, <laughs> so my girl always picks on me because like, uh, she, she's new, like being around a Mexican family and everything like that. Okay. And whenever we say goodbye, it's like you do 20 goodbyes <laughs> before you actually leave. So she, uh, she hates it. Like whenever I'm saying bye, I make my rounds as we say it. Um, she usually comes up to me. She's like, that's enough. Let's go. That's and an Italian family, too, brother. I can tell you that right now. I was, was going to say, there must be Dayton Mary Margaret O'Toole. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just do an Irish fade. So I actually, um, when you guys were mentioning the whole uh, throwing the cards into the window and everything as you drove past the shop, I had a question for you all. Like with everything going on with like comic shops having to close down and not being able to sell and everything like that, it's been affecting a lot of comic shops around the nation and everything. And I don't know how well the ties are still there if you still check in and everything like that. But do you have any uh, word on like how the secret stash has been going or anything like that? Or uh, I've been going in every day. Yeah, Mike oh, was, have you? Mike was okay. literally there, what, two hours ago? Yeah, I, ju I just got back. So uh, That's awesome. I wasn't sure if you were still there or not. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing stuff like cleaning out the basement, uh, you know, vacuuming the rug 27,000 times because, <laughs> you know, there, there's some sketchy people that come through the stash. Uh, <laughs> no, and, and just trying to get like our, our like our back issues, like in some semblance of order, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, you know, stuff that you try to do during like normal working hours, but you just never it it never happens yeah never enough hours in the day exactly never. so um and and we've been doing a lot of um people calling up and 
hey, my kid wants to get into comic books now. And I'm really, you know, I, I want him to. So I've been doing some uh, online orders, you know, for people. You know, they call up the, the stash. I, I send it out. You know, I had a couple people come in, you know, one at a time, of course. We're not supposed mm -hmm. to do that, but, you know, they, you know, they seem nice enough. Are there people they, coming they seem, by? And like they not seem corona free. And <laughs> is there like a secret knock? Is it like a comic book speakeasy at this point? Uh... It is. Yeah. So there is a secret knock. And no, I'm not going to tell you what it is. OK. Yeah. Well, I, I, all right, well, all right. I wasn't. Why, why, I was You're good planning at, on it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Ming, you have to gain his trust. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, my trust I, and then completely screw me over by telling like 150 people. Well, I, I mean, you know, that's something this beautiful shouldn't be hidden, shouldn't be kept a secret. Ming will be in well, one of those. Museum. Ming will be in one of those Zoom meetings giving out the knock. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Have hey, you guys heard about this? That they're like uh, AA meetings on Zoom, and there are people who are like Zoom bombing. Yep. Oh, wow. Awesome is that? I mean, not for you know really, you know people who are like struggling, but for people who are like, yeah, you know, I've got thirty years and I'm I'm the smartest man in the room, and it's like some guy sitting there making a cocktail. You know, <laughs> hey, here's to you. All right. And they, and they, oh, like, no. like wow. And they can't kick I mean, him that, out. That to me is like the ballsiest thing. Unless right. you can, like zoom bomb a uh, like a. A church service it's dressed as like the devil or something <laughs> i have a message for you <laughs> yeah trolls are living in full effect right now oh man it's digital age in this quarantine it is a troll age hardcore mm -hmm. oh man you with this much time on everybody's hands yeah that's uh <laughs> oh my god i put something up on twitter there's a guy who kind of like went nuts and he's he's wandering around i have no idea what city it was He's wandering around naked with his his um, jockey shorts down around his knees and screaming, fuck you to everybody. And, really? This is what he does all day? Oh, this is what he was doing for the 30 second uh, clip that I got. And, and people are driving by going, what the fuck? And some guys, like, he's like, fuck you. And he's just screaming it out. And I'm was like, it, was this, it guy's, this guy's living the dream. That was my quote. And I... I you know, <laughs> I copied it and put it on Twitter. Right. And some guys like you're a piece of shit for, um, you know, exploiting this man's mental illness. I'm like, mental illness. The dude, I, I, I'm serious. The guy is living the dream. <laughs> right. Smartest, so that smartest, shit, smartest so. guy in the smartest guy in the room, man. Right there. He's getting away. Yeah. He's getting away with everything. And then he's probably the smartest one of all of us. Absolutely. And it wasn't Brian Johnson. No, I don't think so. <laughs> it sort of looked like the Big, dude. Do you remember Men in Black? The um, the guy in the back of the pickup truck when they're trying to get over the border. I believe so. Yes, not Tony. The big heavy guy with with the uh, the curly beard and right. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay, not Tony Shalhoub and not Vincent D'Onofrio. No, it was okay. the guy who. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he had the head on a stick. Yes. Okay. I remember him. Yeah. Yes, for sure. <laughs> wow. Now all I'm thinking right now is Brian Johnson doing that fuck you thing. And then Walt being on the side, like tell him. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Walt would be caught near to Brian if he was naked. <laughs> I did was love the, I did love the Steve Dave deleted scene from reboot. That was fun. I, um, yeah, I wish 
I wish I wish it would have stayed in, to be honest with Agreed. you. Um Kevin had to take it out because it was it was a little too long. Unfortunately. Yeah. I know, but he went back and said he wish he would have kept it in now. I was like, dang it, like what I made it he may have been like super high when he cut that scene and <laughs> <laughs> Is is that because we would get more money, Ming, from residuals? I don't think so. Well, I haven't gotten a check yet, have you? So No. Nah, I'm not really expecting one. Yeah. Walt used to get checks from uh mall rats for like thirteen cents. So yeah. Yeah, but he threw off Universal Studios accounting because he never cashed them. So there 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 are all kinds of discrepancies in their accounts. <laughs> he would, he's got them messed up for a good fifty dollars. I don't yeah. think so. I think Richard Pryor went in there and stole all those thirteen checks. <laughs> I would go in and wall he would tape them up on the wall at the stash and I'm like, Oh, got another one, huh? And it would literally be uh, you know, Universal Pictures. 13 cents and 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 none on the check i'm like that's oh. so crazy that's awesome it's like wow well done well ming i know that uh i i so i haven't fact checked it okay but i saw that you were next to kevin in dogma I was. at the strip club is it was that a scene that you were in it is yeah. i can confirm that is true sir yeah, okay in widescreen yeah, so the problem is you have to watch the widescreen version of Dogma. Um, I don't know if you remember back in the days of Pan and Scan when they would mm-hmm. cut off the edges to fit the 4x3 TVs back in the, yeah. the late 90s. And in that version, I'm completely cut out, So, which stunk because I was telling all my friends I was in this Kevin Smith movie and they would rent the, the, the <laughs> when, it, when it came out on VHS, they rented it. And they're like, we didn't see you. I'm like, no, I'm next to Jane Sound Bob in the strip club scene. They're like, no, no, you weren't. We never saw you. I'm like, wait a minute. And... Uh, I you know back then I was buying DVDs widescreen. I was a cinephile and I hated Pan mm-hmm. Scan because it would it would ruin the director's vision. And I'm like, oh man, like I can't win. So I cut the Asian guy out <laughs> yet again. Um, but uh, they hit yeah, you with the Mike Wazowski from Monsters Inc. Yes. when he's on the the, the magazine <laughs> cover. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Except you couldn't even see any part of me. Like it was as if oh. I was never there. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, uh, they shot that in um, 1998. Um, I just started working with Kevin and uh, yeah, he was like, Hey, can you drive to Pittsburgh? I want to throw you in my next movie. I'm like, all right. And I get there and I'm like, all right, uh, um, what do you, what do you want me to do? I guess uh, you're just going to throw me in the background or something. Right. He's like, Oh no, no, no. I want, I want next to, I want you next to Jan, Sal and Bob. I want you next to me and Jay. Uh, We're going to be in a strip club and be sitting there and Salma Hayek's going to come out and she's going to take her clothes off. And I want you to act like you're liking this. That would be so hard. Wow. Kevin is what a director. I'm like, okay. Now that method. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm not an actor, right? Like, this is going to be really tough, but all right, let me. Okay. You didn't win the Oscar for that? Not even best supporting. Right. Yeah. Uh, It was pretty surreal, though. You know, I was there and and, and I'm sitting next to James on Bob and uh, I I saw Clerks in 95. Uh, I met Kevin. You know, I've only known Kevin for about a year or so at that point. And uh, I'm a big fan of Clerks, big fan of, fan of Mallrats. So, you know, as a fan, all of a sudden you're sitting next to Jane and Bob in a movie on a set. It's pretty mind-blowing. And then Kevin's like, hey, I'd like to introduce you to a couple people. Uh, hey, uh, I, uh, this is Chris Rock. Um, this is Salma Hayek. This is Linda Fiorentino. I'm like, holy crap. And, you know, Chris is, you know, the, the Chris Rock, like, the, the Million Man March. Like, that guy, that guy. <laughs> is right in front of me. I'm like, holy crap, this is pretty awesome. So, um, yeah, that, that was fun. And uh, I think in the scene that I shot, there's real quick, but 
Uh, you know, um, I'm in there. Uh, Salma Hayek's there. Linda Fiorentino and Chris Rock kind of come in. And there's this little part where as they leave, Chris Rock is leaving. He passed me on the head really quick. And he exits. <laughs> and you see my face. I'm like, I'm like, whoa, what the hell just happened? And that's like, yeah, I'm like, he touched me. Chris Rock, Saturday Night Live's Chris Rock, CB4's Chris Rock. I'm going to get you suckers, Chris Rock. Touch me. It was pretty cool. I, I love that you just listed CB4 in there. Yeah, oh, yeah, you got it. You got so it. That's a great name drop. Mike, uh, I've, asked, I've asked Ming this before. Um, what was your favorite scene, of, of, aside from the comic book men scene, of course, what was your favorite scene from Reboot? Uh, favorite scene in Reboot? Um, I'm, I've got a soft spot in my heart. I love chasing Amy. So, uh, the whole resolution and knowing that that came about because Kevin just threw it out there that he's like, you know, I would love to have been in, I would, you know, break the, uh, I break the seal and, and reopen, um, the shoot to get Ben in there and boom, it happened. And I was like, that's awesome. That's yeah. that to me is that was touching knowing knowing, you know, the behind the scenes stuff and then watching it. And it's like that, you know, it gave closure to that. It was really, really nice. And I wanted to, to back up and give Rudy another thing, a little bit of ammunition against Mr. Chen over here. OK, um, Ming Chen for how long Ming for three, four years had a pair of Linda Fiorentino's panties. Oh, God, I forgot about that. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot. I, I forgot about that. Uh, we used to do, uh, um, you know, there 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 used to be props laying all over the office, and Kevin was like, "Hey, can you? Um, I want to start our own auction auction service, um, and we call it EJ instead of eBay. We call it EJ, and every week we would pick like five screen use props and sell them online, and um, and that one was in the box. I'm like, hey. What are these? He's like, well, these are Linda Fiorentino's. I'm like, oh, like, do you want to auction these? He's like, no, we probably shouldn't. And I'm like, well, all right then. If they're not going anywhere, uh, yeah, I threw them in my desk drawer and they sat there for. Him. I think it was, it was for years. I think it, it was yeah, more than four they years. Sat there. He sat there. Yeah, yeah. You know, hey, Ming's door was locked often. I, I totally forgot about that. I thanks for bringing that up. I guess I think I still have them somewhere. They're in a box somewhere. <laughs> There's Every no time shame. I see it, it's pulled up in a different way. Things <laughs> now using it as a mask to go out in public. Yeah, hey. Hey, safety first. Yeah, safety, safety first. first. I, I don't want to infect anybody. I, I don't want them infecting me. So, yes, for right. sure. Linda, God knows what Linda Fiorentino might have had. <laughs> That's a whole no, subject. Protect for yourself than the panties of the first scion, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So Pretty soon I'll have... I'll have like 30 seconds of Ming walking down the street with a pair of panties on his face. Going, Fuck you to people. And I'll tape it and I'll be like, this dude is living beyond the dream. That's uh, I, yes. I can attest that Ming Chen is living the dream. And, and vice versa. And uh, back to the Ben Avlick story. I like how Kevin kind of apologized. I think he sent, I don't know if you heard the story, Kevin. He sent, he texted Ben Avlick a quote from Conan, the movie. And uh, I guess that that broke the ice. So if you if you want if you ever want to apologize to someone after whatever eight years or seven years of not talking to them, send them a movie quote. It always it <laughs> almost always works. All right. 
from Conan. That, that's ballsy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was too, and I think Affleck's response was he was busting his balls from using a quote from such a great movie to break the ice. But it, it, it worked, man. It worked. That whole, cool. that whole Affleck scene, honestly, like that's the one thing that is really hard for me not to spoil to somebody who hasn't seen a reboot because I want to tell them, I want to be like, dude, it gives you the chasing Amy sequel you never knew yep. you needed. Right. But I just, I hold back. I hold back every time and it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to do it. I'm not a spoiler fan. So, um, but it's just so much fun to talk about when you finally do uh, have that person see reboot and you're like, you know, you get to gush over that. That's probably the specific scene that I gush over the most. Yeah, honestly. and uh, I think that cleared the path for Clerks Three with uh, Kevin making it with Jeff Anderson, and then. Yep. Uh, so I, I guess that sounds like we'll get Shannon Hamilton back in Mallrats too. I think he was the only one that kind of held out um, when they were trying to get the cast back together for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so that and that makes me happy. I, those are two movies I want to see for sure. Oh yeah, no, that's that's awesome to know that those are. Uh, moving forward based on uh, the actions in his last. So that's really cool. Probably my favorite Randall scene in the, in the video store from Clerks. It's like, I don't watch movies. And, uh, and later on, did I meet Brian Johnson, who Randall's based on? And I was like, okay, well, now I know where that came from. Like, that's, <laughs> that's, clearly, that's clearly Brian Johnson. He, uh, which it came to life again um, when he managed, uh, when we had a secret stash out west. I don't know if you, you guys were, uh, there were, there were two secret stashes at one point. There was one in L.A., and Brian was the manager, and const- there are people. I const- wonder why there's only one now. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't. It wasn't all him to his credit, I guess. But uh, I would be in there, and people would be like, "Hey, man, uh, uh, you know um, this comic? Is it any good?" And he'd literally be like, "I don't. I don't know. I don't read comics." And people would kind of do a double take. It was like, "Wait, you're a manager of a comic? You know what? Never mind." They would just give up right there, and I it it pleased me to no end. I thought that was so funny. That dumbfounded look. And then them just giving up and was like, all right, I'll ask the other guy who works there, I guess. So that's great. But that's, yeah, that was him. <laughs> that's funny. I love that guy. Yeah. Uh, just like watching, like watching all the interactions and stuff. Uh, I thought, I always thought it was hilarious how he didn't work at the stash and yet he was always there. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. <laughs> yeah and it was it was very much like uh you know like randall always going to the quick stop like he didn't work mm-hmm. there he worked next door but he was always abandoning in his post so he could go talk to his friend i mean it's so uh, yeah it's so true to life though it's like why right there's no one That's here cool. i'm gonna go talk and hang out with my friend someone comes in i guess i'll run over and help whoever needs help or they might steal all the videos i'm not sure but just just that <laughs> Just that, like I don't, I don't, I don't care. Attitude is is awesome because I don't. Usually, I care. Like, usually, I care too much, and I can't, and I don't, and it's, I don't know. It's fun to see because I don't have to worry about that. I guess. Um, but I'm glad you got an autograph from Jeff. Um, usually, when you hear guys coming to his first con, you don't know if they're not going to like it afterwards, and right, not come back. And uh, so I always tell people, like, dude, take advantage of it. Uh, as it happened to a friend of mine, um, Peter Dinklage from Game of Thrones. He did a con a number of years back. And I had a friend who's like, oh, I'll get him next time. And he never did a con again. And I'm like, well, good luck. Because he, now he doesn't need to. And you'll mm-hmm. probably never see Peter Dinklage at a con ever again. So, Yeah, that's that would be a, that'd be a tough one to swallow. 
Yeah, indeed. So, yeah, so totally take advantage. But yeah, guys like me and Mike, uh, yeah, we'll be. Uh, we're not one and done. We're all. Oh, we'll, God, yeah. we'll we'll go wherever <laughs> they invite us for sure. So yeah, you want um, to open an envelope? We'll be there. Yeah. Speaking of which, I think um, I think I'll, I'm pretty sure I'll be back at Astronomicon four. Um, I. Uh, I don't know if they made an announcement, but uh, I think at the end of the last one, they're like, you're coming back, right? I'm like, heck yeah, man. It's the funnest party in February, man. Always. <laughs> hey, if they invite me back, I'll come too. Awesome. Excellent. That would be wonderful. I would love to have you guys at even uh, some closer conventions to us. We have one right in Muskegon and one in Holland. Um, and I mean, they're smaller potatoes, obviously. So I'm sure the, uh, the arrangement. smaller potatoes than us. They're... <laughs> Shane, I'm sorry. It's it's so true. You don't get smaller potatoes than Mike and Ming. Really, a zombie number three from Walking Dead? Like they're above us? Yeah, they are. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Come on now. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, it's actually my goal to hit every con in Michigan, no matter how big or small. And uh, that list is getting shorter and shorter every year, which is cool. So. Well, definitely That's check awesome. out Econ, which is the one in Muskegon I was referring to. And then we also have Tulip City Comics and Toy Fair. It's uh, mm -hmm. very toy-derived and just a, a real fun time. So, uh, like I said, small potatoes, but definitely, uh, I mean, every every convention. Have you been to a bad convention, really? I mean, <laughs> uh, we, still, it's, it brings actually, the passion, which that's that's all that matters. Uh, I, one. Actually, we have. Yeah, tell them about it, Mike. He knows the one I'm talking about. Yes. Uh -oh. We're down in New Orleans. Um God, it was like seven years ago, man. Uh, 2014, I believe. Yeah, so almost seven years ago. Oh, yeah, almost seven years ago. And, uh, oh, dear Lord, it was, um, there were 85 people who came the entire weekend, including the vendors and the, the guests. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah, all weekends, a three-day con, <laughs> Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, yeah. and, you know, 85 people showed up, so, including wow. the vendors and the guests. Yeah. So, it was... Oh. It, it was pretty bad. And then at the end, um, what made it worse was uh, it was supposed to be me, Mike, and Brian. And Brian decided he didn't want to go. And um, There were mitigating circumstances that we didn't find out about till later. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, he didn't answer any calls, any texts. And then at the end of the convention, you know, we were supposed to be paid. Like, well, Brian didn't show up, so we're not paying you. Um, this was a package deal. And we are like, and that, that just, what? yeah, that, yeah. However, uh, you know, had it not been in New Orleans, it would have been a total waste of a weekend. But I think we made like eighty-five dollars because everybody kicked in, including ourselves, and paid us each a buck. Yeah, but uh, you know, New Orleans kind of numbed that pain, so uh, you know, it wasn't <laughs> what is as bad as it could have been. Yeah, we were hanging out with Naomi Grossman from um, American Horror Story and Horror Story. Bunch of other people, uh, uh, Theo Crane from The Walking Dead, Tiny. Yeah, we had we had fun. I mean, yeah, yeah if it was in the, if it was in the middle of like Illinois or something or where <laughs> Indiana, it, it, Bumpfuck right. City, USA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. May, may not have been as fun. So yeah, no, I mean that's definitely a spot to have a breakdown. You know, <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah, it's like come to the biggest comic con in Montana. Yeah, <laughs> 85 people last year. <laughs> but you're right. In general, no matter how big or small, uh, yeah, the, the uh, almost all cons are amazing. Uh, during the con, after the con, uh, yeah, there's 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 all almost always fun to be had. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, and um, they gave us ham sandwiches. <laughs> like they literally made them in, I don't know where they made them, in, in some backroom kitchen. No, it was, it was two pieces of bread and ham. It and was. It was like no a prison sandwich. No nothing. Yeah, it was ham a prison sandwich. sandwich. Prison sandwich. They're like mustard like, packs. They're in the, other, in the other aisle over there. Sorry. No, we had to go steal them. <laughs> no, no. Um, but you just hey, remind you want, you want mustard and mayonnaise? There's an Arby's down the street. Uh, no, man. You reminded us of a very fun weekend we did have in, in Mount Clemens, Michigan. We did a con at the old Gibraltar Trade Center. If oh, you guys are familiar awesome. with that, that was fun. It was so it was half the flea market or the trade center. One quarter was the con, and the other quarter was a gun show. And, oh wow! And we saw the gun show. We're like, dude, we got to go over. And uh, so we, <laughs> so we tried to go over into the other section, and the guy was like, "Where's your ticket?" Uh, and we had to talk. We had to tell him we were with the Comic Con. We had to talk our way in, and we did. And um, yeah, it was a free for all in there, though, man. It was. Uh, we were, uh, you know, Mike. Mike's got a couple firearms. Uh, I like, you know, I, li- I like guns. So we were, we were, <laughs> we were having fun in there until we had to go back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that place was a gem. I, I, yeah, it's not there anymore, unfortunately. But. That uh, well, that bummer. That, that place is one of a kind for sure. So yeah, all good, all good things are Michigan, man, for sure. Well, yeah, uh, I I think we've reached our time, haven't we? Uh, yeah. I mean, take another five minutes if you have any other questions for sure. Um, yeah, I we actually, we love we love you guys. <laughs> well, thank well, you. Thank we love you. <laughs> I I had a I had a, just something that I wanted to ask you guys, just because uh, especially right now with everything going on, everybody stuck at home. Um, I myself have been trying to like push people to not only pick up new hobbies, but um, reassess the ones that they already have. I've been like um, pushing out these different art courses online and uh, everybody who's like says, oh, I'd love to try streaming this and that. I try to help out and stuff like that. But one that I'm always trying to push is like comic book reading, uh, being a fan of comics and everything like that. And um, like how I brought up earlier, I, I feel like you know, now's the time as comic fans, we should step up and try to help out. So we don't lose that, uh, in our nation and like all the small mom and pop shops and everything like that. But, uh, I had a few questions for you all or for you two that I wanted to see if you could answer. Ask away. And, uh, that is what would you recommend to a new reader? What is a comic you believe every comic fan should read? And what are some titles that you're reading right now? Wow, um, I think Mike's been pushing Preacher for sure for most new comic fans of, of age. And um, on, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't want any seven-year-olds reading Preacher and being so like, my niece can't have that one. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> fathers come to my house with a shotgun. Don't want that. Yeah, <laughs> I, um, yeah, I, I, and which I, I'm in complete agreement. Um, you know, if you're of a of a of a more uh, open mindset, uh, Preacher is a great not only a great comic book, a great story, and um, uh, it, 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 it reminded me of like a Kevin Smith movie. It was some it, reading that was like, I was like, I've never read anything like this ever. And I've never really read anything like that since. And, um, it's pretty amazing. And, uh, it has a, it has an ending. Um, so it's a, fi- you know, a, a finite ending. So, um, and, uh, so, you know, you can, you know, jumping into it, if you like it, that, you know, you read it, it's not going to go on forever that there is an end. Um, yeah, that's a great one. Uh, I I love Why the Last Man too. I uh, I um I think as I get older, I I mean I love superheroes for sure, uh, but I just love great stories, like things that could they could turn into a movie or a TV series. And though I mean Preacher, they tried and uh, it it was okay. 
Uh, why mm-hmm. the last man? They've been trying to get off the ground for a while. One day they'll get it. One day they'll get it right. Um, Hopefully, FX will will do it right. Uh, I would recommend if just like straight up superhero, a, a good superhero comic, actually one of the best is uh, Kingdom Come. Oh yeah, and that uh, Planetary by Warren Ellis and John Cassidy. If you've never read it absolutely fantastic even if you're not a um you know a superhero fan it's it's got something for everyone any genre you like um let me see i, I just reread um captain america by ed brubaker you know the winter soldier and red menace and the death of cap okay and that uh, i have the omnibus it's fantastic if you if you can get your hands on Winter Soldier and Red Menace, by all means do so. It brings uh, Bucky Barnes back as the Winter Soldier. Spoiler mm. alert! But guess what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's an entire movie franchise based on it. Oh my god! <laughs> right. Mike Zapsick with the spoiler, like <laughs> yeah, seriously. If if, if it's beep, beep, beep. It you, uh, come over to my house. I'll slap you in the face. So, <laughs> beep, beep, beep. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> and one more, um, Jeff Johns, he just put out Stargirl for DC Universe mm-hmm. uh, as like a TV show. If you get the chance, read either his Green Lantern run, which starts with uh, Green Lantern Rebirth. It brings back Hal Jordan as the, the one true Green Lantern, but oh, yeah. the entire Green Lantern core. And um, Justice Society of America by Johns. It's fantastic. Legacy Heroes. Um, and it makes you want to delve really deep into like DC history. Agreed. Agreed. Because I honestly, Jeff Johns is honestly one of my favorites, especially yeah. with, the Green, with Green Lantern starting with Rebirth and obviously leading into what my favorite series is, The Blackest Night. Because... Yeah. Most people don't understand that it encompasses the entire DC universe. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just a wonderful series. And Jeff Johns obviously now taking stuff to the CW and, you know, on the TV level. And I'm really impressed with what he's been doing with, with, with DC comics lately. A lot of people downplay DC over Marvel, but, um, you know, Jeff Johns is doing some pretty excellent work in my opinion. Yeah. He's, he's one of the best. Yeah, nice. for, yeah, yeah. for sure. And then uh, I, not, not really obscure, but uh, uh, I've been, uh, at going to cons, I've been trying to collect all the Marvel What If uh, single issues, and mm-hmm. uh, I've got I've grabbed some of the trade paperbacks as well. I saw them on sale at a couple conventions, uh, but then you know the, there's a new uh, there's a TV series coming up at some point, which uh, which is fun. I mean, uh, we built a whole career over the What If question. Uh, if you watch Comic Book Men, every everything's like, well, what if you had this, or what if this happened to Ming. Or what if Ming did this? Or, or what if Brian did this? Uh, our whole, mm-hmm. whole world's based on what if. So if you throw superheroes in the mix, it's fun. And every so often, those become a plot. So what if Spider-Man joined the Avengers? Like, gee, I don't know. Like, <laughs> gee, I don't know. What 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 it what what if? And uh, well, it would be awesome. That's what if. Yeah. What if Spider-Man had a daughter and Spider-Girl? There you are. Mm-hmm. What if the Avengers were formed in the 1950s? That's Agents of Atlas. So. What was yeah, it? No, what the, Spider-Man became the Punisher? I think that's one of them. Uh, that mm-hmm. one was pretty cool. 
Yeah, those stories are a lot of fun because, I mean, it, it really is just taking characters that you know and love and, like, flipping them on their head and just throwing them into some, like, weird, weird scenarios. Yeah. yeah. Really good shots. Yeah. Really good shots. Yeah, no rules because guess what? It didn't really happen. It's like, all right, exactly, you do whatever you yeah. want. So, and uh, I'm, I'm still hoping – I'm still holding out for a West Coast Avengers movie. Um at that whole period where everyone was like, hey, where's Hawkeye? I was like, he went to go start the West Coast Avengers. And, it, and I'm like, come on, make it happen. Make that Wonder Man, man. That's where we'd see Wonder Man and Tigra. And like, it'd be awesome. For sure. Absolutely. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys uh, hanging out with us today and, uh, you know, chatting it up with us. Uh, we hope you guys stay safe and um and uh best of luck to you and yours and please 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 uh we will definitely be hitting you guys up again for another podcast so please please uh uh hit hit us up for that one i believe we're going to probably try and schedule it next week sometime with you guys so <laughs> that's we'll awesome definitely have more questions and, and awesome. have, have some more uh nerdy chats uh, mike we passed the audition <laughs> that's just me face just like just like Shane said though, thank you so much. This is this was a lot of fun and it was really cool to be able to talk to uh, to both of you one on one and everything like that. Rudy, it's a pleasure. Shane, thank you so much. Thanks for the hospitality, guys. And yeah, uh, we're we're here. Yeah, we're here. We <laughs> we ain't going anywhere. So yeah, we appreciate it. <laughs>